Thank you for being there. I really appreciate your presence and uh, your support. Thank you for your giving to Spirit of Life Christian Ministries through the website solfellowship.com and through PayPal, Spirit of Life Christian Ministries, as well as through mail, Spirit of Life Christian Ministries, 15507 South Normandy Avenue in the city of Gardena, California. 90247. I'm beginning a new series, and you hear right at the beginning, Daily Thoughts About God and the End of All Things. I want to share um, the scripture and some things and thoughts about what's happening, and we'll get right into it. Stay with me. I know we will go through some details of other things, uh, but in the process, of sharing the details, we would also be connecting to what is happening in our world right now in a contemporary situation, all right? It would be relevant to what all of us are experiencing now in this day and this time. Daniel chapter 8, verse number 25 is what I'm going to focus on now, and we'll move through it. It says, and through his policy also, he should cause craft to prosper in his hand, and he shall magnify himself in his heart, and by peace shall destroy many. He shall also stand up against the prince of princes, but he shall be broken without hand. Listen to this. Daniel 8 is part of a description of visions. Daniel, you read the entire Bible, Daniel was given a number of visions, but it shows what happens over time to the people of God and how the world's systems come to an end. That's where I believe we are today. I've been drawn to these scriptures more and more as I learned more and more about what is planned for humanity. And my mind has been racing back and forth, trying to come up with a rational solution. And I haven't seen one and, and been wondering about it. And it's like God is saying, hey, it's right there in the word, what's going to happen. The way to understand it, look at it. And especially this scripture and the response to the word. Most of what is happening or being planned today does not make sense. There are so many things that we can do that will be helpful to humanity, right? And then there are things that are being done that bring disgrace to humanity, right? And so when you see many people lining up behind things that bring disgrace and shame to human beings, you say, hey, who, who would want to do those things? Who would want to support those things, right? See, the more you look at what is going on, the more you come to the conclusion that this is really a battle between good and evil. Not just between rational thought and irrational thoughts, man. There are people in power who are making decisions and putting systems in place that actually support a demonic agenda. And then there are the people of God who continue to lift up the name and the power of Jesus, and they are considered the enemy. 
See, it's not about individual differences and personal preferences and personality. No, it's, it's deeper than that. The battle in the last days is not about Republican and Democrat. There are people on both sides who are ripping people off. It's not about white privilege and black power. No, it's deeper than that. It is purely a battle between satanic influences, lies, deception, bloodshed, misery, domination of others. Man, those are, those are bad things. I don't care how you label yourself. And then there are godly influences, love and joy and peace and gentleness and mercy and justice. Man, those are good things. I don't care how you label yourself. Whatever is good comes from above, regardless of who shares it. I believe God just releases good, and, and sometimes the people of God catch it. Sometimes other people catch it, and they release good things. They make good things happen. I also believe that the enemy releases evil ideas, evil uses of technology. Regardless of who shares it, it's still a bad thing. The best love preachers can support the plans of the devil. And the world's most famous atheists can support freedoms outlined in scripture. We look at the fruit of the thing, not just the messenger, not just what is said, what is the result of what is being said. See, what, what is the main st structure of the battle in the last days? Here it is, here it is. Daniel 8.25 says, Through his policy shall he cause craft to prosper. So there, there will be policy decisions. There will be uh, decisions made that will be crafty uh, things done. There will be uh, and, and things done put in a way that will elevate Listen, that will elevate the things of the enemy, policy-wise, deception-wise, and, and there will be a use of peace. The Bible said, and by peace shall destroy many. A use of peace, and oh, let's, let's everybody come together, right? And through that, deceptively used to destroy many. I remember we were watching a movie, ah. Uh, how long ago? It was, a, it was a while back. It was a very interesting movie about revenge and hatred between two families. And it was showing how the revenge and hatred started, you know, at the, uh, you know, with the great grandparents and all that and moved down through the children and continued them like a generational curse. What was interesting in the movie is that the, the patriarch of the family, right, was upset and had done something wrong to one of the daughters. And, and so the grandmother came over to the family looking all humble and everything with her purse and all that. And she said she came for peace and she wanted all the family to sit down with her at the table. And they sat there to hear her talk about, you know, let's, let's come together as a family. I know you hurt my daughter and all this kind of stuff. And, and as the family sat down, she pulled out a gun and shot dead 
everybody at the table. A couple of family members survived who were outside who took off running. And one of them in the process of the shooting, I think she she died, but she died killing all of them. She came in peace and started shooting and killing everybody else there. Through peace shall destroy many. So what we see in Daniel chapter 8, right? How the kingdoms of God are in war with the power and the, the enemy of the things of God and how it's going to be carried on through craft, through deception, through through declarations, through policies, right down to the end of time. Let's look at this word craft and then let's pray. In Daniel chapter 8.25, it talks about cunningness and craftiness. Think of, think of demeanor, think of action, uh, the sense of being cunning like the snake, uh, to use deceit. To be successful, not telling you that I'm really coming after you, but saying, hey, chill out. It, it, this is like a statement I've heard. Uh, I was watching the show where um, some South Africans were taking over some farmland from people who had held them in, you know, opposition and stuff. And the guy was saying, oh, why, why take it? Why take it? Who? You know, just relax. Everything's going to be great. We're not going to take it. <laughs> and and I, I considered a joke because he didn't say he wasn't going to take it. He just said, why take it? And as soon as he's in power, he took it and started killing the people. But the way he introduces, ah, oh, why take it? Huh? Cunningness, uh, deceit to be successful, all kind of deceit that is designed. Oh, my God, the psychological manipulation taking place. So not only does he destroy many in an unexpected manner, but he raises himself up against God. And this is where we have to pray. Be sober, be vigilant today, because your adversary, like a roaring lion, walketh around seeking whom he may devour. God help us today to be sober and to be vigilant in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank the Lord.